0: I did not bring weather with me. I apologize for I that. I asked you to bring the sunshine back um, with you. It was unreal. I said it was
1: 62 degrees. Was it, it beautiful? was gorgeous. What's the sun look like? It's,
0: it's supposed to snow uh, one to three inches today, by the way. Oh, no kidding? Oh, yeah, it's Denver. It's <laughs> golf one day, ski the next. Yeah, that's, right? that's Denver. But... Um, especially yesterday, looking around the rest of the NFL, the crappy weather in San Francisco, the crappy weather on the East Coast, right? Yeah. All these games. And I'm like, oh my gosh. I was just like, no, don't tell me. Like, we're in Denver, Colorado, and it's uh, December 11th, and it's 60 degrees and sunny.
1: It was glorious. I told you to bring some
0: sunshine back. We haven't seen the sunshine in weeks, it and we, feels like. Then it. we got off the plane, and I'm like, it's winter. <laughs> How do we get back to winter? Yeah, you flew <laughs> here in Kansas City. That was yeah. weird. Um, Heading into the stadium, big sign on the side. I did tweet it out, big sign on the side of the stadium. I mean, if there's a slogan that has been more poorly delivered than let's ride, I mean, this side of our time. Well, the,
1: the difference is this is the NFL versus major league baseball. It's an MLB team with the Royals in Kansas city. That's a small market, small revenue team that a lot of people don't notice versus an NFL team where everybody pays Correct. attention with a former MVP at their quarterback. So
0: I thought, man, at this point, you got to bail on this, right? Nope. No, Roll up can't. the stadium and power field at mile high. Big sign. Chiefs versus Broncos. One side of the sign says Broncos country with a picture of Russ. And then, their side's gonna play. Let's ride. Let's ride. I'm like, wow, they haven't gotten away from it. Like I would think at this point in time that he was like, let's just I know we we did some stuff before the season and everything, but can we just like dial this back a little bit? Well you're three oh, and ten no. and you're let's riding out of the playoffs. It's you know? Broncos Country, let's ride. Right. Right there and I mean, what's the side two where everybody walks in. It's like the massive side of the stadium. Like, they did not get away from the slogan at all.
1: Yeah, no, you can't get away from a slogan. You got a slogan. You got a marketing campaign. You got to stick with it. They stuck with our time. And they got made fun of. I remember players telling us we're getting mocked for this, and they had nothing to do with it.
0: I had a punted on this thing at some point in time. What are you
1: supposed to put up, though? You got the banners.
0: I just put up Broncos logos and call it good. Call it a day. Like you don't need like when a, somebody gets
1: traded and they take the banner down. You don't need a slogan. No, you don't. That's the worst
0: part about it is you don't need a slogan. What's I mean, a it's a chief slogan. This it's year? fine. If you have one, but you don't need one. I would just figure at this point in time, you'd just be like, yeah, we're out. I don't understand the, the,
1: the need for a slogan in professional sports. Like, because usually you don't live up to whatever that slogan is, right? You just usually don't live up to whatever that slogan is. And so I think if you're a sports team right now, don't worry about the slogan. Worry about getting better.
0: And I was kind of bummed because uh, Russell was on the Broncos country, and then Justin Simmons was on the Let's Ride. Uh, yeah. I would have, I would have flipped them around. At least if you're going to yeah. roll into, just have, he's on Let's Ride, right? Yeah, all right. So they, they didn't stick with. Um, how was the smell coming into the tailgate? Well, we were there so early and I was so congested I wouldn't you have been able to smell it anyway. There wasn't there wasn't a lot going when we rolled into the stadium. Okay. Rolled into the stadium? Well yeah, in the bus. The oh, bus rolls oh, in. Oh, oh. So it was I wasn't there for full but I didn't smell anything in the stadium. Which can be unlike Arrowhead at times. Yes, um, but I did, did not, I did not. Arrowhead has become the new Mile High, especially A bit. Since, since,
1: like, the first game after weed truly becomes legal is Christmas Eve. What is it going to smell like know. then? I don't know. Going Does to that. Grandma's house after the game. Hey, let's have some fun in the parking lot. Uh, bad turf.
0: I don't want to look like on television.
1: What is the deal with the NFL and turf? This is a
0: billion dollar entertainment industry. that can't figure out
1: their stage. I mean, their field, the proper
0: way I'm at some point is like, is there a conspiracy underway? Cause all the players want grass and owners are reticent they to get grass them, for years Want or reticent to give them that. Cause it's cheaper to do turf. And so the grass fields are all combined together aside from Arrowhead and said, let's make these really, really bad. So the players, I don't know. It looked like, People played golf all summer on it. Oh, God, really? It, like it, it chunks didn't look everywhere. bad on
1: TV at all, I not think. Now,
0: it didn't look like it was affecting the footing, which was good, but it looked bad. Like, chunks everywhere and mm. a bunch of divots that needed to be replaced. It was, a, it was a bad field. I know the
1: players don't like the field turf, but yet it seems like, other than Arrowhead, which they do a marvelous job at Arrowhead. They do a great job. It looks,
0: it looks great. Whoever it seems it does, Arrowhead should consult with all these it, other places. It, it, it seems the footing is held. Yeah been great other grass fields I've seen around the league this year not so much this is another one not very good
1: and we're talking about like an Arizona too where it's like sunny and warm
0: and you can grow grass correct they can't Colorado whereas, whereas Travis Kelsey is like uh they're going growing grass in Cleveland in the winter when we were growing up or yeah. whatever. <laughs> it's like there's always grass growing I don't that's know right. what the deal is um Frank Clark, not only cursed with me in our post game interview, uh, but if you caught the coin flip yesterday, (laughs)
1: did something happen on the coin flip yesterday? Great.
0: Well, so the chiefs go out to do the coin flip, right? And Frank Clark, they ask, you know, the chiefs, you make the call, they show the coin and, and they say, um, you know, chiefs, what's your call? And Frank says, tails never fails. And the referee goes, excuse me. (laughs) And he goes, Tails never fails. And, all right, so he flips the coin, and it's it's heads. heads and of of Frank goes s, <laughs> like loud as can be, like right right in the microphone. He drops it. He drops an <laughs> s. Like right, he lost the toss.
1: So they lost the toss. Correct.
0: Okay. They did lose the toss, but it was the ref didn't understand him saying tails never fails, and then he cursed right right there in the open mic. Just just Frank being. Uh, Frank. Mm-hmm. Uh the weirdest uh crowd there I've experienced, they were they were there to their credit. I looked up at, at the beginning of the game, I'm like, there's a lot of empty seats here. They eventually filled in. They said there was like twenty three hundred no shows. They did claim it as a as a sellout. Twenty three hundred is not a small that's not a bad number for seventy thousand. No, yeah. they had 76. for a three and ten team. So they uh, official sell out seventy six thousand seventy two were there for a th- three and nine team. Yeah. And there were Chiefs fans there, but majority were Bronco fans. They were there. They were riding. But it was a it was a weird crowd because it was about as quiet as I've heard. It took a several series in before I really heard the incomplete. Like they were not, no, they weren't into it. They weren't into it. You they know, weren't into it. You could
1: hear it on the TV a couple of times. Once Mahomes started throwing interceptions, the incomplete they got louder.
0: Yeah. So the crowd at one point was booing the offense, their own team. Yeah. And then. At one point, there, there there's a let's go Broncos chant that's broken out through the whole stadium. Wow. Then the incompletes went from like In- incomplete, like three people that decided to then incomplete. I mean, they were riding the wave of that game. Like 27-0, we were thinking game over. They were thinking coach done. Right. This team sucks. Let's blow it up. I mean, they were ready to revolt. And then it turned and then they were back. It was a weird crowd. One Bronco reporter yesterday tweeted out the media schedule this week for Denver and it said
1: coach Hackett will be available at like two 15 and you know, they're complex and people were so upset. This means he's not getting fired. I guess this means he's not getting yeah, fired. Eh,
0: no, no, he's not at the moment. And then uh, for the first time this season, uh, the defense really got heated on the sidelines. Like when and those are those are tough instances. You have all the momentum. You've now lost all the momentum. And then how do you hold it together? Right? How do you grip the wheel and like we got to get those brand right this ship. And I said ship there.
1: No, That's I right. understand. Okay. Yeah. Right I was just thinking ship. about you driving the yeah, car yeah, you stole yeah. from your friend over the hill trying to get control of that and that didn't work out so well. Hope they're better than you.
0: You got to you got to you got to figure it out. And that sideline was hot. Defensively. But you're
1: never going to figure things out if you're hot.
0: And there was yelling and screaming. Gotta there calm was, that down. There was a, a thrown tablet. A coach threw a tablet. I don't know if it broke or not, but let me show you the picture of the tablet. It's yeah, you picture got, of got it on, a picture on the ground. Yeah, uh, all right. picture on the ground next to the, next to the bench. There was, uh, there was some angry defenders. Hopefully cooler heads have propelled and propelled. Uh, Prevailed and they all get back on the same page, but I feel like that the the defense was was there was a lot of questioning one another yesterday defensively, yeah. which needs to be righted quick. It does. As Frank Clark kind of tweeted out in addition to our conversation after the game, he tweeted out like we got to be as one. I feel like that there's a little bit of what do you think it is? A little bit of defense going. We should be doing this. You're doing this. Like um, there was some, players v coaches. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't like that. Yeah
1: but don't call the prevent defense. I mean, usually and we talked about this last week is it players or scheme. I thought yesterday was a little bit of scheme too. Man, Willie,
0: the prevent defense is just so stupid. Willie Gay was screaming and yelling, Chris Jones kind of came over and checked him, Jones was then yelling. Uh Nick Bolton slammed his helmet. I'm like, I hadn't seen this this level. They lost a cool a bit yesterday. Um but then kind of they did kind of put their foot in their ground, get a couple of stops, but uh as much as the interceptions were the story, uh, they also didn't close things down a few times. They let Jerry Judy get loose. Yeah, they did. They let that screenplay get loose. And uh, and there was a lot of upset uh, defenders. Uh-huh. I think they came out of that game going, hmm, mm, got a lot to work on. Got a lot to work on from a defensive standpoint. Yeah, I, I can help clean that up. Get to the quarterback and
1: don't play prevent. It's not that hard. Um, <laughs> see quarterback, hit quarterback, don't play prevent. Like, and I'm giving out this advice for free.
2: Don't blitz on second and 24.
1: That was the other one. We haven't even talked about the second and 34. How you allow that to be converted is beyond me. Unreal. That's and players. I, I don't care what scheme you're running at that point in time. It's second and 34. Get off the field. Right. You ran two and neither one of them got home. It's a third of the field they had to go for a first down and they still converted. Correct. I wish we would have got to see some of this sideline blow up on TV. We had a Charles Davis... Incessantly talking about absolutely nothing. Boy, I thought he was off yesterday. He sucked. He sucks on every Chiefs game. You go back. I like Charles Davis. I love Charles Davis. He's <laughs> good. Every Chiefs game, he absolutely blows. He was off yesterday. Yeah. That's unfortunate. You hate to see that. That's a bad, bad, bad tablet over there. Yeah. That thing's done. Did yeah. you pick it up,
0: take it home, try to get it fixed? I did not. No, I did I not. Would've. It was kind of hot. I decided not to trudge over that line. Yeah, probably so. Where that tablet was laying.
1: Did you know what happened at the end of the game? Do you have any insight?
0: I don't know. Were you in the middle of that? I was not. Fighting with the other sideline reporter? it seemed that there that was some, uh, some a little scrum on the field after the game. It was more than a little. Like, everybody was involved. Right? Felt like Jody Fortune was involved a lot yesterday in, in fighting. To which I heard the uh, muttering in the, Locker room about fines. No, that's not good. So yeah, I don't know. Not a lot came out about that either. No, right? I, showed...
1: I, not a lot at all. Like they, the, the NFL put the kibosh on those I was, videos or something. Yeah, I was, I I was waiting any.
0: for more on that because the two teams kind of got in a little little scuffle after the game. Yeah, and it's uh, kind of been swept under the rug a little bit. I don't know, but I think the the Chiefs are preparing for some fines. I believe.
1: Well. It is what it is. Maybe yeah. it maybe it, you know, gives them that boost that they need to go into Houston and slaughter the Texans.
0: I don't know. My Texans team played actually pretty well yeah, yesterday. Played good
1: yesterday. They're Very impressive, well. them.
0: yeah. That is today's views from the sideline. Uh we'll get a little uh, locker room chat with Isaiah Pacheco. How about his game clinching run yesterday? I mean, you shouldn't have needed it, but it was great. We'll get to him next.
2: This is Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967. On your official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
0: We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's over here.
1: Only at T-Mobile. Get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line
0: per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch
2: Put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medela. If you've persevered through... deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame,
1: two more rest, two tour. more.
2: You deserve this ice cold reward. Medellin, the Markable Fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crowley Port, Chicago, Illinois.
0: Logus Bob Fesco, I'm Josh Klingler beat Brian Williams producing. This is just one of those weird, one of those weird days because I would love if it was all about Patrick Mahomes two wow touchdowns. Um Trey Smith's block. <laughs> <laughs> Retruck that guy in the screenplay. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. He just buried it, dude. Uh, Willie Gay, tipping a pass, catching the pass, stiff arm in the quarterback, right? Right. It should have been like uh, just a highlight-filled day. I said it's a close victory that you feel like mm, they got win number 10, but, boy, people felt pretty uneasy about it. Right. And the quarterback played them into a, in. The uh, the opponent into a game. Sure, it's just like a weird. It's like a weird, a weird day in that regard, because there was there was a lot of Travis Kelsey. I mean, Travis Kelsey clearing ten thousand yards or a seventh straight thousand yard season. Right, kind of like B material. Mm -hmm. Isn't it strange? Yeah, because really the the game is about you. you you didn't handle your business and you made a game a lot closer than it should have been. Absolutely. And you continue to turn the football over, which you can't do. And they've defied the odds in doing it. Big time defying of the odds. That's so a Big strange. range. So I, I started the show start saying, I'm going to talk on both sides of my mouth today. I felt like right. I've lived up to that because there was, there was definitely good, but there's definitely bad. And that one, Because of the way it happened. If you said close game with the Broncos, I would have said division opponent. Yeah, I get it. They're playing for their lives and blah, blah, blah. But how it went down is not. Close game with the Broncos division opponent. Yeah, it doesn't matter. You like, didn't blow the doors off somebody you had on the ropes.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'm not. a am not one of those. Well, it's a division opponent. Games are going to be close. It's the NFL. You're up 27 to nothing. Yeah, finish the game off. Okay, if it was a close game throughout, okay, you can maybe make those excuses. But there's there are some folks who are like, well, it's a division game. What did you expect? Well, you're up 27 nothing. What did I expect? I expected them to blow keep, the doors off keep the, the opponent throttle down, and yes. not make this a game before halftime. Right? I mean, with five minutes to go, Josh, before halftime. It was 27 nothing. We get to halftime. It's 27-14. We get to 1303 to go in the third quarter. It's 27-21. They had scored 21 points in like four minutes of game time yesterday. So I just think right now where I'm looking at it is that, yeah, it was a 27 nothing lead against a division opponent, but it never should have been a close game. They should have finished that thing off in the first half and won that thing going away, and Chad Henney should have been playing in that game yesterday.
0: Yes, everybody's preparing for Henny. Right, good reason. Right, it shouldn't have come down to Isaiah Pacheco trucking somebody and and getting 11 yards to finish off the game. Exactly right, exactly right. But that's where the game ended up coming down to. I got a chance to uh, to talk with the uh, terrific rookie running back whose punishing run uh, did end the game uh, yesterday in the post game locker room.
3: That mindset right there, um, you know, it was it was the toughness of the O line up front and the strain to finish. Um, if it wasn't for the O-line and Pac getting the great call, uh, you know, everything, everybody strained to finish on that one play right there. Not only my finish, but the O-line strained to finish, and that's why we got a good amount of yards to finish up the game. There. What is it about you that pops up right away when you get... Hit a few times, it, and you just run back to the huddle. Is that is that a mindset that you want to show people? Yes, you can sir. hit me as hard as you want, but I'm getting back out? Yes, sir. Absolutely. I'm going to get back up, and you know, for me, uh, the, it's the next play. Um, you know, I don't want to dwell on if it was a bad play, or a good, if it was a good play, good play. You know, if it's a bad play, um, don't want to dwell on it. Uh, just next play. Um, four yards, win the down. That's my mentality every snap that I get. And most importantly, is protecting the quarterback. You're being very humble
0: on that last play,
3: but getting a big game-ender like that,
0: and to have the emotion of this team in a, a very up-and-down game, obviously, how big was that for
3: you to, to cap it? Um, honestly, you know, for me, just soaking it all in. Um, you know, I felt the love and the energy off the sideline, and off the, the, the coaches. You know, the whole team, and for me, you know, just carry that over to uh, to practice on Monday, and, and keep the same routine going, same mindset, uh, keep guys uh, uh, rolling. In your words, you guys were Humming for a while,
0: and then it seemed to kind of the momentum shifted. How do you how do you grab that back? And in your words, how did that kind of game just go back and forth like
3: that? Um, you know, when the defense is out there, we're cheering them on. But most importantly, uh, it's getting the guys that's on the sideline, um, staying loose and staying warm, and you know, just keeping talking, keep talking ball, keep talking the game through it. And um, you know, that's what we did, and we we're able to uh, come out in uh, and, and those series and, and able to uh, capitalize on the series that we uh, came out and um, and stunk. Is that just a matter of kind of everybody sticking together when it kind of slides one way or the other? Yes, sir. And that's when it comes down to uh, the, the strain and the mindset. Um, and and who, it comes down to who wants it more. And, and most importantly um, for us is, is O-line up front, uh, starting with those guys, and, and then um, just keeping the same mentality through the team. I want to ask you, being so physical as you are, how do you feel on a Monday normally? Um, I feel great. Um, massages uh, always uh, work for me, get me back uh, to feeling uh, as I was the week before. And, you know, just definitely uh, staying on top of my body is a lot of games compared to college. Um, first time playing this long in a while. So for me, just uh, keep watching the older guys, keep getting those routines down, and stand in shape.
0: I see him after the game, and I hurt.
3: Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I hurt watching it. I, I say
0: Pacheco, but check my. Like, how do you feel on a Monday? I like how he called you sir too. <laughs> oh, no, very polite. Yeah. He's, he's he's great. Yes. He's great.
1: It means you're old. Um, no.
0: So he's uh, very polite and very <laughs> humble, as you can tell. Yeah, he. I yeah. love that
1: kid, yeah. man. Like, there, I, I was telling my wife we're watching it yesterday. I'm like, I just love watching this kid run. Him and and uh, and uh, Jerick McKinnon. I don't know, man. Like, they're not household names. They're not like big stars in this league but they are legit players, right? I mean, that's what it's all about. I mean, you find a guy in the seventh round that has turned into arguably your number one running back. Jarek McKinnon has kind of bounced around from team to team to team, comes here and, and, and finds a home. I just love watching these guys play. I think it's so much fun. And I think we're all having fun watching these guys play. Now, you and I were talking off air about this poor kid, Isaiah Pacheco, who's going to be in for probably a rude awakening sooner rather than later. You can't run that hard and have a long career in the NFL.
0: I I think we love it now. Like he goes and he takes every hit and then jumps up and runs back to the huddle. Right. And he said, you know, it's part of his, and no matter who hits him, how hard he is, he his goal back. is to bounce back up and run out there. Yeah. But he takes a lot of hits already and You've delivers, and a, delivers lot a lot of hits already. And all I can think of is <sighs> slow it down here. <laughs> you're, you're a seventh round pick. Okay. You're playing a very physical sport. And while it's fun, boy, is it, is it sustainable yeah. to play like that just from like a, personal perspective for Isaiah Pacheco. Seventh rounder, not making any money. No money. He may never see money in he the NFL. He may never
1: not. He may get to his four years, and they may say, see and you he later. he may be beat yeah. up. He needs to hold out. <laughs> like today.
0: Like if you're his age, you're like, yeah, hold out after the season. And say, I need to get paid. No,
1: I'd hold out now. You're going to yeah, get more money now. That's <laughs> yeah, true.
0: Because uh, yeah. it, it's, uh, it's not the spot to be t- to be in for him, I don't think. No. He runs so hard. And uh, his longest run of the day was the closing run, by the way. That mm-hmm. 10-yard run was his longest run of the day. But yeah. he still averaged almost five and a half yards a carry. He
1: but when great. he gets the ball, there's a spark. Oh, yeah. There's fire. There's, the you know, what I desire, right? You're like, you're you're looking <laughs> at that. <laughs> and, and you're like, I love this guy. More rhymes. I more. love this guy. I think he's fantastic. I love watching him run the football. I want to continue to see him run the football you don't have to blow up everybody you
0: run yeah. into because eventually like, like every we, once in a while you can just go duck out of bounds. You right? know what I mean? Like
1: we talk about it with Patrick, the, the smartest things he does is yeah. run out of bounds. Alex yeah. Smith, the same way ran right. out of bounds, never took the hits. There was a play yesterday for Denver. It was like a, a second and 10. Maybe it was first and 10. And the, the guy who caught the ball, I think it was the tight end goes out of bounds after nine yards. I'm like you get one more yard. You would have had the first yeah, down. He, yeah. He missed the first right? down, missed yeah. the first down. Yeah. I, whether he did it on purpose, but he didn't take the hit. He got out of bounds and you know, it's. it's. It's second and one at that point in time, not a huge deal, but those are the things that you now have to start evolving with your game. If you're Isaiah Pacheco, knowing when to deliver that blow versus just hitting everybody in your way and, you know, giving yourself more hits than you really need.
0: Yeah. There's there's going to be a self-preservation mode at some point, obviously not in your rookie year and you know, 13 games, but at some point you're like, okay, (laughs) you might, you might have to do this, but Yeah. yeah, the one, two punch, you can't, I can't argue with the two running backs yesterday. Again, they Very were good. they were they were bright spots for this uh, this Chiefs team. Pacheco seventy yards on the ground, and then McKinnon obviously most of his damage done uh, in the uh, in the pass game. But yeah. he was he was terrific.
1: Let's get to some breaking news real fast. This is from the college basketball world from Dana O'Neill, who is a reporter, I believe, with ESPN. And the, uh, or the athletic and the tweet is, um, Texas men's basketball coach, Chris beard has been arrested for third degree felony assault on a family member slash impeding breath circulation. More still to come.
0: Ugh, that's, uh, that's not good. No. Yeah. Impeding breath circulation, right? It says breadth, but I assume yeah, it's breath, breath circulation, yeah. like choking or something. Uh, is that what, guess, yeah. what that is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so that's not, uh, that's not good. Um, that's this morning. Breaking news this morning from, uh, yep. from Texas basketball. Um, Head coach, Chris Beard arrested. I don't know what th- various stages, third degree felony assault.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. We'll get the, we'll get the legalese on that breaking down at some point, but a, uh, a bad situation for the uh, Texas basketball coach now. No All doubt. All right. Um, so yesterday, San Francisco plays Tampa, right? Well, San Francisco played. I don't think Tampa yeah, true. And ultimately game, ended up yeah. being all San Francisco and and going into the game it was a lot of ha ha Tom Brady, like uh, Brock Purdy was Brock Purdy born, was, was the mission.
1: four months old when Tom Brady made his first start in the NFL. Yeah, or something, some, like some, some, yeah. It's
0: just, it just silly, like basically uh, Brock Purdy is young enough to be Tom's kid. You know, that's basically what it oh, was. Oh, no question, yeah. And uh, and another good part of the story was uh, Purdy's family only scheduled to come to a few games this year. I mean, the kid wasn't going to play. Oh, well, you know why what I mean? would you, right? But yeah. one of them that they actually had already scheduled was this one because they wanted to see Tom Brady in person, which is kind of cool, like, and then ends yeah. up their kid starts. Right. You know what I mean? Did and you see
1: the dad was crying oh, yesterday? Yeah. It was great. Kid, well, played, great. kid played well,
0: too. Purdy played great. He was pretty um, good. We're not declaring Tom dead now again, are we? Like, no, no, the, no. he's the, coming back for more. The uh, Well, Tommy should, should stop. Uh, the league is great with Tom Brady and I hope Tom Brady never leaves. Right. Free agency. This was a, a tweet as well from, uh, from uh, NFL network guys. Uh, R- Rapport and Pelicero. Free agency retirement. All options are on the table for Tom Brady in 2023. Not retirement at this point.
1: Just keep playing. Well, you're divorced now. Just go ahead and keep playing. What's the point of retiring at this
0: point in time? Fox is going to keep your money. Right. Probably put it in escrow for you.
1: There's no guarantees he's even going to be good on Fox. Keep playing. Just keep playing.
0: Maybe San Francisco is not the place anymore, though. Maybe Maybe it's not. Maybe they're in love with Brock Purdy now.
1: Well, I mean, how do you go back to anybody else with Brock Purdy playing the way that he
0: is? Wonder can Trey Lance there, too? Isn't
1: that supposed to be a great defense in Tampa? Haven't we always heard? Like, they're so good. And they went out there yesterday, and and Brock Purdy made them look like, I don't know what, like the worst defense in the NFL. He was great yesterday. So great to the point where Fox moved away from the game. They get on the screen, and they're like, all right, this game sucks. We're going to send you to a better one. Here's they moved the,
0: away from a Tom Brady game. Here's
1: Carolina and Seattle.
0: Oh,
1: don't mention that. They, game. they they moved away from a guy who's a future employee who's playing in the game telling get you them it's later. no good. Yeah. We're going to move on. We're going to focus on this other game because it's not a blowout, so that's what that's what America was treated to yesterday. Maybe the first time ever a Tom Brady game was bailed out from. But I want him to stay. He he's perfect for the NFL. Every single person who follows the sport has an opinion and a feeling on Tom Brady, and that's what makes sports so awesome. You can have a lot of these milk toast guys where maybe nobody has an opinion. Like, does anybody care about who's the orange-haired guy that played in Dallas? Dalton. Does anybody care about that? No. He could retire. He could, nobody cares. Tom Brady legitimately though, has the interest from everybody and not just football fans. Everybody in America knows who Tom Brady is. So to me, the league is better with Tom Brady in it. I hope he continues to act. I mean, play football in the NFL and continues to be a guy that we can turn our TV sets on and see sitting there in a game, not commenting on a game. I think the league is so much better with Tom Brady. Part of this thing.
0: Selfishly as well. Right now, I would, uh, I would like him to move on from Tampa because Tampa's boring. Yeah,
1: Tampa's boring. You're right. I'm ready for him to go to San Francisco (laughs) or someplace like that. I'm ready for a
0: new, heck, even back to New England would be compelling as all get out. But if he's going to play, I want him to move. (laughs) Is that bad? No, you want something new, something fresh, something
1: different. Yeah.
0: I mean, seemingly Miami was a place that's probably out. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I
1: don't. Tua looked like
0: uh, Tua rides, garbage yesterday. Tua rides the that rides the wave, right? As Everybody, much as Patrick
1: Mahomes mm-hmm. played himself out of the MVP case yesterday, Tua did the yeah. same thing.
0: Maybe San Francisco's now not thinking. Oh man, we got Brock Purdy. Although I would be like, it's still Tom Brady.
1: Well, what do you got? You got Purdy. You got Lance. You got Brady. Now all potential going out to San Francisco. Yeah. yeah.
0: Him going back to New England would be riveting. Oh my God, there is talk of that. I know. There is talk. So as long as it's not Tampa, I'm done with Tampa, Tom. Yeah, it's played. I don't see you. You won your Super Bowl. Not much more. You can do there. Let's create more Tom Brady drama and have him go somewhere else. So where would be the perfect
1: landing spot for Tom Brady? You can weigh in on the Jay Southland Toe service text line at 913 586 We've already got a couple starting to f- flow in Pittsburgh. That would be a good one. They got quarterback issues there in Pittsburgh. That feels like a Mike Tomlin save. You know, go out and get Tom Brady. Tom Brady needs to go play for the Jets from the 816. That would be nice. They're they're going to be in the market for a quarterback, especially after Mike White got bent in half against Buffalo. My god, we may be seeing uh Mr. Wilson and then just back sooner kept rather playing, than later. But that guy kept playing. I know. Yeah. But I don't think he can walk today like he was folded. I mean, I, I half, get like, why
0: Mike White wants to make sure he doesn't give anything up. Correct. But my goodness, yeah. they just kept
1: putting him back together. They, they mailed him back, stuffed him in an envelope, folded him in half and sent him back to New York. I mean, that's how I mean, God, he got crushed yesterday. Uh, somebody says he needs to go play for the Raiders. That's
0: an interesting one. Yep,
1: cuz there could with with McDaniel's out there, there could be a situation where they decide it's time to move on from Carr. He did cry
0: this year. Not to mention, you know, he's he's kind of developed into more of a villain. Right. He he could villain mm-hmm. in in Vegas. Yep.
1: The 620 says he should go play for the nursing home. See, now I mm. I don't, I don't I'm not ready for that. I would yet.
0: find it funny if somehow he got to Green Bay. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, like they they got they got rid of Aaron Rodgers and they brought in Tom Brady. I mm-hmm. think that would be funny.
1: That would be hysterical. Yeah. How about Detroit for Tom Brady? Now it's six and seven. They're telling everybody, no, nobody believed in you. are six and seven. You're, you're still not arrived. If you're the lie, well, nice win yesterday though.
0: The the all the uh, the Vegases believed in them yesterday. They did.
1: Yeah, it was crazy. They Remember had the that week one week? nailed. Like, the I are don't the know. Lions a favorite here. Um, Texas Tom, they uh, go go down to Houston maybe and play down there for yeah. Lovie Smith. <laughs>
0: That they don't have any juice, though. Yeah, it's not a franchise that has any juice. Yeah, no, really isn't. What about Denver? They're
1: going to be looking for a quarterback.
0: Actually, they're not. They're not. That's the thing. They've got 250
1: million reasons why they can't be looking for a quarterback. Um, not unless Tom wants to come coach Russell. Yeah, from the 816. Carr is actually a nice guy. You all need to give him a little respect.
0: Oh, he's a terrific we guy. Do we say it every week? I love, I love Derek Carr. I would, I would go have a beer with Derek Carr. Absolutely, day of the week. I would love. Looks to, like a dude you would want to hang out with. with him. He'd be your buddy. Yeah. The whole thing, he he's great, mm-hmm. nicest, probably the nicest guy in the world. Yep, seems like. Seems like it. Sure, yeah, he does. Yeah.
1: Really does. Yeah. yeah. Uh, from the uh, from the nine one three, Brady should come to Kansas City, back up Mahomes. I I'm all for that. I would love to see that dynamic happen here.
0: Take away the bad interceptions we, like we saw we saw yesterday. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. yeah. Force Mahomes, maybe
1: not the throw interceptions. Tom Brady standing over. So Clean Tom wants
0: up. to win another ring. There's nowhere really else to go True.
1: except True. come here. New True. Orleans is a legit. On it as well that could be a possibility if Sean Payton decides to go back to the Saints and then lures Tom Brady back to New Orleans. Does with those him? believe
0: that it was Sean Payton and Brady to Miami, right? Right. right. Maybe if Sean it, maybe Payton decides to go back to New, New Orleans. Orleans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: See, we need Tom Brady. Right. Is what you are saying is ultimately what you are saying, right? Not even to play quarterback, just to drive the the juice, right? The the buzz. All those all those stories are vastly compelling, right? So don't go anywhere, Tom.
1: Do not go anywhere. Stay in the league and don't show up in the USFL. I don't think
0: that that's in the cards. You don't
1: think so? No. I don't Everybody think in the NFL is like, you're done. He's rolling out there playing with The Rock.
0: <laughs> he's a St. Louis Battlehawk. Battle <laughs> no, I don't think it's. <laughs> I don't think... And now! Oh, my God.
1: Quarterback number 12, Tom. Brady
0: the greatest fans in the world welcome Tom Brady
1: the best fans in the XFL reside in St. Louis
0: Mm. not what I had in mind but you know you
1: bragging about being the best fans in the XFL
0: keeping all your options open
1: nobody has better fans than us in St. Louis we're the best we're the battle hawks best fans in the XFL
0: okay You're sticking with that mother. (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah, I need a whole off season of this. Uh, I need a whole off season of this. Tom could go play for Stoops in Dallas.
1: (laughs) Playing in an old baseball stadium. Now, if we get to that standpoint, John, no, like, Tom stop. Brady's rolling through stop. the XFL. We yeah. got to stop. That. You gotta yeah. stop that. Somebody needs to save him at that yeah.
0: point in time. Send him to send him to, to the TV station uh, for the first time. Unfortunately, the uh, Favre comparisons were real next
2: listening to the home of what we learned with billy coons legend ball he's an expert on the city of st louis but he says the people are rude and hateful and they suck fridays at 9:50 on fesco in the morning brought to you by santa fe auto sound your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 sports radio
1: now with the mlb app you can get baseball your way
3: So I face the final curtain, my
2: friend,
0: I'll say it clear, I'll state my case, of which I'm certain, I've lived be do be full, now you're doing the I wrong guy. E- you can't do and Phil Hartman highway. doing Sinatra. Uh, it was more. uh I know, it might have been Joe Piscopo doing Frank Sinatra.
1: Was it Sinatra or was I mean, They both did. It, Sinatra. They, they both did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's just say, did I get that mixed up? I was. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was uh, Phil Hartman. Yeah. Happy birthday to the chairman of the board today. Some 100 and years old. Also, happy 99th birthday today to Bob Barker. Have your pets spayed or neutered. That's right. Either way. Still still going 99, 99 years old. 99. Awesome. Yeah. I saw Bob Barker was trending today and I got scared. I didn't know. But happy birthday, 99th. Seems. Uh, he felt old when we were watching him as a kid, right?
0: Well, yeah. Because he Grand, was, was grandfatherly. Like years ago, he was like 60. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like grandfatherly
0: then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. And he always had those Barker beauties with him, too. Made him look uh, kept him younger, I guess. That's right. And that know. microphone, that little and then thin the, microphone. Then the 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 spading and neutering mm-hmm. also kept him younger.
1: Bob Barker was arguably the greatest game show host of all time, right? And he's gonna be remembered for having your pets spayed or neutered. When he when right. he goes away. And they read, you know, things about Bob Barker. Right. I'm sure at his funeral. He was responsible say, for
0: keeping down the pet population. Keeping down the pet
1: population. Yeah. Have your pet spayed or neutered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Bye bye. See you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that was Bob Barker every single day on The Price mm-hmm. is Right. Best Price is Right game is Plinko, right? Or is it that Yodeler?
0: The Yodeler one's pretty great. Yeah. I got to be honest. But <laughs> uh, Plinko, yeah. Plinko. Uh, uh, so if, if uh, let's rewind a little bit. <laughs> And go back, um, oh, I don't know. Let's say right around the time Patrick Mahomes was drafted.
1: The time Binkley was mocking Deshaun Watson to right? the
0: Chiefs. Uh, he had Mahomes. Come on. A lot of us thought Deshaun Watson. Yeah. <laughs> Even when they made the trade. Uh, Yours truly, too. Yeah, yeah. I did, I thought for sure they were doing that. But let's rewind to that day or okay. that, time, that time frame. If you said... You know what, Patrick Mahomes, man, he's just a gambler. He's like, he's like, he's like Brett Favre. Today's your day. Mm-hmm. You can have, you can have your day today, because for the first time, that was Brett Favre yesterday. That was, yeah. That we've seen at times, I call it arm arrogance, mm-hmm. where you just think you could throw the ball anywhere you please. We've seen at times he's had a little bit of that like for like a spurt or maybe one time in a game but not like that yesterday was arm arrogant very much so and that was farvian 352 yards three touchdowns man couple of ridiculous highlights and three bad picks.
1: Mm-hmm. And the bad picks are what everybody's going to be focused on because the bad picks almost ended
0: up costing them the game. No, from a national level, it's it's wow. They're they're wowing it today, which is fine. The uh, the, the the two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. they should be the wowing. SPNs that. And yeah. Networks, they're wowing it. Um But I'm speaking from my standpoint. But I think, I I think know more, if that happens in a month, we're screwed. I think more Kansas City is probably more focused on the three picks yeah. than actually the national people are today. Right. They're on they're on the wow. So he he gives you ridiculous highlights. And yes, two of his three touchdowns are probably you're arguing like, are those top 10 of his all time? The over the shoulder pass is the greatest touchdown pass I've ever seen. I mean, there's maybe the greatest pass I've ever seen. It's crazy. And then the, the one to Juju where he spins around and then gets hit by three people and delivers it in the, in the end zone to Juju Smith Schuster. That's right up there too. That's right up there. Unbelievable. Yeah. But (laughs) in Farvian and fashion, his three interceptions, Put the Broncos in the game. Gave him the opportunity to win. You can't throw interceptions. You
1: can't turn the football over. And no matter so that, how good you are, turning the ball over kills you. That was
0: what I remember Favre being. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Some ridiculous highlights. Man, they escaped that game. Got to win. <laughs> and they threw three. Pay. That was if you. So if you thought coming out, he was Brett Favre. Today's your day. That's Too it. Day. I'm yeah. going to we'll stop it after today because mm-hmm. we haven't seen this in long spurts like this. No, it was a very rare performance. Every, every throw or two, you'd be like, Ooh, I know there's, there's been interceptions you and I have debated on like, Hey, that's Patrick being Patrick or don't throw that or chuck it in the stands or what have you. Uh, But this was for an extended period of time within a game and then a game that should have been a blowout that ended up being close. It basically was on the quarterback. That 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 was about as farvian as I've seen.
1: Yeah, it really was. And, and you know, I, I think it's um it's it's okay to say that Patrick Mahomes didn't have the best game yesterday. He even admitted so after the game, and that's what makes him, in my opinion, anyway, one of those true leaders that you have out there. Because after the game, he says I he tweeted, appreciate my team man picked me up today, and he's right about that. The team ended up picking him up a twenty seven nothing lead. Who knew the best quarterback on planet Earth? Would need a pick-me-up from his team. But he got that pick-me-up from his team yesterday. It's Willie Mays Hayes with the basket catch. Nice day, Patrick. Don't ever effing do it again, right? You can't have those three interceptions because we know how big turnovers are, how important turnovers are when you're playing good teams. We don't have to look any further than last week against Cincinnati. A turnover-free game gives you the win against the Cincinnati Bengals. Three turnovers like we saw yesterday – is not usually a recipe for success, but you were playing the Denver Broncos, so you were able to escape that. But going forward against good teams, when it matters most beginning a month from tomorrow when the playoffs you know, kind of get started, you can't have games where you throw three interceptions or you have arm arrogance or you think you can make every throw. You have to be smarter about that because if you have three turnovers against the Bengals in the postseason or the Jets or the Chargers or whoever in the postseason, you're losing that football game. I promise you if that's a better team, they lose that game yesterday uh, with with those three interceptions. And so you've got to find a way to control the interception. You've got to find a way to reel that in. And when you look at the numbers, to me, the only stat that matters in the NFL are turnovers. And usually if you're 29th in the NFL and turnover margin, you're not winning a lot of games. That's where the Chiefs are. They're just so lucky. They're a far more superior team than everybody else with Mahomes and with Andy Reid and all the players and coaches that they have that they've been able to overcome those, but you're not going to be able to overcome them against a good team. Look at last week. One turnover against the Bengals ended up determining the outcome of that game. And so when you play the good teams, if you turn the ball over, you'll be going home early. And that's not a cautionary tale or boy who cries wolf or anything like that. That's just the facts. Jack
0: Smack. back. To his credit, he took ownership.
1: Yeah, I mean, just... Just three bad decisions. Uh, if you look at them, uh, the the first one probably just took the easy throw to outside, try to force it to Kels. Um, the, the the second one, I really was just trying to burn it, and the, he I made mean, he made a hell of a play. I was trying to just throw it away at someone's feet, um, and then the third one was just it's bad, bad, just because the situation. Um, we're, we're, in field goal range, especially here at altitude. And we, if I throw the ball away, no one's open. So just throw the ball away and let Harrison end the game. But, uh, <clears throat> luckily for me, the, the rest of the team stepped up, um, defense made a lot of stops and, and critical moments, uh, when we were putting them in some bad situations. Um, and I thought even like special teams, they made the field goals. Tommy flipped the field a couple of, uh, great times for us. Um, and, um, the guys around me stepped up and made some plays happen.
0: So took ownership, gave credit to his teammates. Right. That's all I want to hear. That's exactly right. He was great learned from learn from that. it. Yes. Every once in a while, throw it away. Hey, I've encouraged him too. Like, go for it, go. So make him special. Right. He throws, he uh, he he throws the ball away. He doesn't he doesn't get that Juju Smith Schuster touchdown. Right. Right. So he makes the magic. Sometimes yeah. you have to live with the with the collateral damage. But yesterday, too much. Too much. Yeah, too, much. Too, much. <laughs> too much. Yeah.
1: Too much on that.
0: Yeah, the you mentioned the, uh, the 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 turnover differential, which is amazing. They're uh, they're minus five now for the season. Mm-hmm. Okay, twenty in the NFL. 29th in the NFL. Here are the teams they are grouped with at the bottom of the NFL: Browns, oh, losers; Texans, losers; losers; losers. Rams, losers. losers; losers; Saints, losers; Colts, losers. That's the company they're keeping, and
1: yeah, I don't like that company.
0: Those, almost, those people are not bringing anything good to the party. You're defying the odds. Take like the guy who brings the plates. Ten win teams aren't in that group. Yeah. That, that's not the club they're hanging out in.
1: Bring a bag of ice. I mean, like, like that, that's yeah. I'm out on that. I don't want to be I don't want to be lumped in. Who did you say Cleveland and Texans? Cleveland, Houston, Rams, <laughs> Saints, Colts. And who wants to be in that group? That does not sound like a fun party. No, but that's where the Chiefs are. And they're there. But they're still winning games because Patrick Mahomes is so good. But again, against good teams, you can't blow this game off. Yes. Oh, it was against the Broncos and Patrick is still the best, but no, you can't. blow. you have to take a serious, hard look and a, learn a big lesson from that game yesterday. You do that
0: against a good team. You get your doors blown off. Yeah. Take the win. Get the 10. Keep stacking them. Right now it's about stacking wins. Right. It's about. Keeping pace with Buffalo, who I think's going to give one up. I think so too. Someone's going to get them. Maybe it's the Dolphins. I don't know. Mm-hmm. The Bills. I don't know what did they think- show you yesterday. I know the Bills. I still think have a loss coming, so you're the number one still in play. But also hold on, hold on to the two. You know what I mean? Like yeah. don't don't be doing anything. It's it's about stacking wins. So yeah, they got the win out of yesterday, but it doesn't mean you can't learn something from them. And they can learn a whole bunch yep. because that should have been that should have been a laugher. And I it agree. Wasn't.
1: Turnovers kill you, man. Turnovers kill you. They it is the only stat in the NFL that truly matters and truly tells the story. You can have all these semi pro football out of focus, made up, created stats to try to tell a story. The story that tells or the the stat that tells the biggest story is your turnover margin. Are there exceptions to every rule? Yeah. Eight straight games with a turnover. I don't like that. That's gotta be cleaned up. It's gotta be changed as you get ready to head to the postseason. Turnovers are a death nail. That's the
0: other one, as you mentioned, eight straight games. Yeah,
1: a record under Andy Reid as a head coach.
0: Yeah, that's that's kind of crazy. Bob's often worn the tinfoil hat. We know this. Uh, And then yesterday, I think provided you the proof. Maybe. Yeah, I'm going to let you set this one up next.